1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. I'd like to take a moment and introduce you to Jeremy Kluth. He's the founder of Scripture Alive. It's a ministry that seeks to engage people with the word of truth to impact Realize Now, Jeremy uh, dramatically presents God's Word at camps and at chapels and conferences and churches. And his first book, Power to Remember, Scripture Memory That Works, was actually released worldwide in April. We're going to talk with him about that. But first, we need to talk with a woman on the street who's actually experienced what Jeremy actually does. And uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, you in the front. Tabby, tell us a little bit about what you experienced with Jeremy. Okay, so I was at Founders Week for the very first time um, this past October, and I was able to hear from, of course, world-class speakers and singers. And then there was this one guy who took the stage, and I did not know exactly what he was going to do, but he wowed us with his dramatization of Scripture, and he he basically even had a set on the stage, just a small set where he was um, maybe the Apostle Paul and he was sharing the letter to the Corinthians. This is just an example. I don't remember exactly where he, where he recited from, but he recited large passages of Scripture in a dramatic way. You felt like he was just talking to you from the stage and that you'd entered the Word of God. And that was Jeremy Cluth. First time I saw him. Wow, Jeremy, it's great to have you with us on Mornings with Tom and Tobby. Well, hey, it's great to be here, uh, Tom and Tobby. And wow, I didn't know that was your first time at Founders Week, uh, Tobby. So quite a cool experience. That was my first time presenting for Founders Week. So uh, God is good. I'm, I'm grateful you're able to be there. Yeah, okay. I was grateful too. So I just need to dive into your background a little bit. So uh, you have a, a theatrical background, or is this something that God said, uh, you don't have a background, but I want you to do X? What, what kind of got you into this <laughs> method of Scripture presentation? Right. No, that's that's a great question. You know, a lot, a lot of people are like, you know, I was an actor, and then God sanctified it and said, I want you to use it for it. And other people are like, I wasn't an actor, but I just did it. You know, God was like, here you go. Well, uh, I kind of had a, a mixture of of, of uh, background. So I started memorizing scripture when I was 13. My, my mom passed away from breast cancer when I was 13, and, and my brother and sister turned away from God. And so mm. I knew I needed to run to God's word for healing and comfort. I needed to have it in my heart, uh, not just on my bookshelf, not just on my phone. And so scripture memory has been a huge part. But then I got into theater when I was 17 in high school. I was doing sports. I didn't, uh, but then I just I just felt like, man, I, I wasn't really looking forward to the basketball team, and I just, you know, didn't really do well with the with the team, the other team members. I didn't really get in the game a lot, and I was, my dad just said, well, why don't you try something different? 
different. And so I tried out for uh, Footloose the musical, and then I got into that and just started loving theater and just basically did theater the rest of my time in high school. So that was kind of my initial introduction uh, to, to the theater part of it. Okay, so then those married, right, your passion for scripture and theater, and then you began to do this um, power to remember the scripture alive ministry uh, in different places, right? Yes, yes. So really, it was the you would think it would be an uh, immediate a marriage that you'd think would come together, but it wasn't until I went to Moody Bible Institute when I was there and I was in my sophomore year that a professor I uh, taught this class called oral interpretation, uh, and he said that we're going to do it with like a play, we're going to do it with like uh, different uh, stories, and then we're going to do it with scripture. And then I saw what it could be. I'm like, wait a minute, I can combine scripture memory and theater and put them together. I was like, yes, please. That's what I want to do the rest of my life. Uh, and that's basically, yeah, that was, I didn't know what the world could look like, but then I realized, oh my goodness, this is a powerful thing. And then my senior year, I did an internship, started Scripture Alive, and then just God has blessed it since then. His name is Jeremy Cluth. He has a background in theater, a love for Scripture, has memorized a lot of it. And uh, that's why he's here with us on Mornings with Tom and Tavi. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, Tom and Tabby, good to be with you. I am so thrilled to be able to talk to you, um, at least voice to voice today, and and share with our listeners just what I got to experience at Founders Week as I watched you live. And would you do like a segment for us right now? Yeah, sure. I can definitely do a little segment. I, I figured it would be appropriate to do a little thing from the Paul, Paul the Apostle that I did for Founders Week. Okay. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. I, Paul, an old man, and even now a prisoner for the sake of Christ Jesus our Lord, first of all, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you. Because your faith is being reported all over the world. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. Because of your partnership in the gospel. From the first day until now, being confident of this. That he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. All right. You win. Well done, Jeremy. Well done. Thank you so much for just sharing a little bit about what you do with Love dramatic it. scripture presentations. And Tabby loved it. She was at Founders Week. That's where uh, she saw you perform live. And thank you so much for sharing that. You also shared your heart for scripture memorization yeah. about a difficult time in your life when you were 13 and mm-hmm. you felt you needed to run to the Lord and you did. And scripture memorization was a big key for that. Mm-hmm. And for some people, they have a hard time memorizing scripture. And so you've developed a technique and you even have a book that kind of helps people through that. Can you share it? A little bit about that with us? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I uh, it's kind of a development of, of just, you know, kind of my experience. I've memorized scripture half my life. And, uh, and so I, you know, when I initially wrote the book, I'm like, or before I was writing the book, I'm like, do I even 
have ability, like, can I even teach someone how to do that? And then when I realized that I've been doing it for 13, 14 years of my life, I'm like, okay, God, you have given me these different things. You have given me these different tools and ability to do that. So I developed a power system, uh, a practical five-step power system. Uh, and so basically, uh, it just goes through the system that really can help people uh, to effectively memorize scripture. Um, and so the P uh, is to pick, plan, and pray. And so at the end of the day, right, you know, if you just say, I'm going to memorize memorize scripture someday, uh, it's usually never going to happen. And so I, impor- I, I encourage people to really uh, pick it, right, to actually say, okay, what's a verse that means something to me, a relevant verse? But then you got to plan it out. You know, if it's, if it's Psalm 23, uh, you know, six verses, say, hey, I'm going to memorize one verse a month, and so I'll memorize it in six months, you know, and you, you put it on a calendar, you say, hey, by this date, I want to have it. And then you pray and you invite the Holy Spirit to say, Lord, help me to understand the scripture, help me to actually uh, memorize it. I, I just ask that you give me the ability you give me the give me the wisdom to find the time uh, to be able to do it. But then at the end of the day, you got to overcome excuses, right? Uh, the always to overcome excuses, and I encourage people to say, "What's your excuse? What's your what's your lie? What's your obstacle? Is it I don't have time? I don't I don't have a good memory, right?" And it's saying, "Let me take the Word of God and combat that, and say what is the excuse, and let me get a scripture that I can actually fight against that, and say, Lord, uh, I just ask that you help me to to over you know uh, to overcome these excuses." But then you got to work on a daily, right? This is a spiritual discipline after all. And so that consistency, right? It's better to have five minutes consistent every day than doing an hour in a week, right? Mm. That having that consistency can really help grow your ability to memorize. Because I say, you know, if you don't think you have a good, uh, good memory, it's because you're out of practice. <laughs> it's, and so it's the idea of when you train for a marathon, right? You, you are going every day, but you're not starting off with 26 miles. You're starting off with one verse. You're starting off, you know, with, with one, you know, one run, you know, a little run or a walk or something like that. So having that consistency is important. But then I encourage people to express it. Right at the end of the day, I I want it to be enjoyable, and I say if you're not having fun memorizing scripture, you are doing it wrong. Uh, if you are not having fun memorizing scripture and and taking up God's word, you're doing it wrong. So I encourage people to express it. And there's three simple uh, ways I say it. you can either see it, say it, or do it. And so that really combines the visual, the auditory, and kinesthetic. So uh, you can see it. You could write it down. Uh, you could use an app uh, to be able to help you. You could game it where you could do the first letter method. Uh, you could also say it out loud, right? You could do it with different accents or emotions. Uh, you could also sing it, right? People are, love singing, love to be able to do that. And so I encourage people to, to sing it or they can do hand motions and they can have that tactile uh, way to do it. And so I encourage those people. And there's a lot of tips in my book. Uh, and my products there. But then at the end of the day, I encourage people to review it, right? Because if it's so frustrating where you memorize something, you take time, you take several weeks or a month, and then you memorize it, and then three months later, you don't have it. And so I encourage people to really go back and, you know, review it once a week or once a month and really have that down so that you can have it any time that the Holy Spirit can bring into mind. So that's a very short uh, two to three minute version of my power system, but that's all in my book and, and my products. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, what you are contributing to the body of Christ is really wonderful, teaching us really what it means to meditate on the Word of God, to hide it in our hearts, and actually giving us the tools to do that because so many people are intimidated, feel that they cannot memorize Scripture, and uh, so we want to keep helping um, them have the confidence to do that. Yeah, and Jeremy, if I could just say this, you have shared this in such a way that I haven't heard before in that uh, you said that you can actually enjoy this because some people believe it is a drudgery. You know, I've got to sit down and memorize scripture because that's what God has intended for me. 
today, right? <laughs> so, but you've talked yeah. about really expressing it as you memorize it. I think that's a big key that a lot of people miss, and I'm so glad you brought that up. What mm. brought that to mind for you? Yeah, well, and, and that's what I tell people when I, I do scripture memory workshops on top of my my dramatic presentations for those different different events or different places. Um, and that's what I tell people. I say this is probably you know you probably heard the all the other ones the P O W and the R, uh, but the having the express it is something that yeah, I don't think people have heard. And so uh, you know I owe a lot of credit to a, a mentor of sorts of mine, uh, Aaron House. He's the founder of Piercing Word and and does similar things. And I think just he really showed me kind of the things of this expressing piece of it. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, and this is what I learned. When I learned oral interpretation at, at Moody Bible Institute, he encouraged us, the professor encouraged us to really have fun with it, to allow yourself not to play with it in an irreverent way, but to say, you know, I'm engaging with this. I want to know the truth of this. I want to get really into the diving deep into it. So my professor and, uh, and that mentor of mine, uh, who also has a scripture memory ministry, they were just vital in helping me realize how in enjoyable uh, scripture memory can be in, in the life of a, of a believer. And that means a lot to many of us, like my personality type. If it's not fun, it's probably not going to happen for Tavi. So <laughs> I need the fun. And I love what you write in, in your book, too. You said even if you just memorize one verse a week, you would learn more than 500 verses in 10 years. 500. Just that steady plotting. <laughs> That's right. That's steady plotting, right? It, it adds up. I, you know, I was listening to Jeff Mannion. He's the pastor of Ada Bible Church in Michigan, and, and he talked about that if the difference between yawn and wow is time and repetition. So someone reading three chapters of a Bible in a day, that's a yawn. Anyone can read three chapters. But doing that over the course of 10 years, every day religiously, you could read the Bible 10 times in 10 years. And it's like the same thing with Scripture memory. It's like, yeah, it may sound boring. You may only do five minutes. But think about the treasury of Scripture that you can have your heart. Even if you did once a month, right, that's 12 verses a year. And you could do 120 verses in 10 years. So it's like that, that, that having that treasury uh, accessible at any time, that's the power of really Scripture memory and, and having that reviewed in your heart. That's beautiful. His name is Jeremy Kluth. He's talking about scripture memorization. And uh, just one last quick question as we're getting ready to cut you loose here, Jeremy. Um, So somebody's listening to you and they say, I don't have a theater background. And uh, yeah, I may be able to memorize scripture, but I just don't have the time. What would you say to them? Mm. Yeah. Well, I tell people that, you know, having the time is is, is something where I think the enemy would want to keep us from that. And, and I, you know, there's people that, you know, there's caregivers, right. You know, uh, young moms or, you know, young parents. Right. Uh, and I, I think of, uh, there's a great author, Catherine Pittman, the author of write the word on my heart. And she said, uh, when she was growing, when her kids were growing up and she would, uh, she would say, you know, like, man, I don't have time. I have the baby and all that stuff. What she would say, she would, t- she tells mom, she tells people that don't, don't, don't think they have time. She said, use the first free five minutes of your day. And that's what you do. She used the first free five minutes of the day and she would pray and she'd say, Lord, I want this time with you. And would you provide that? Would you give me the wisdom to show the time that I can like when I put the baby down or whatnot? And she said, I want to honor you with that. But she said, if she didn't use that first free five minutes for the Lord, for that time in scripture memory, she might not get that five minutes again. 
And so at the end of the day, right, all of us have at least five minutes, but it's about the, the posture and it's about asking God because it says in Philippians 4.19, he will supply all of our needs according to rich, his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's not just talking about finances. That's, that's talking about time. That's talking about that God can really show us that. And so it's the idea of saying, is this a, is this a priority? Is this a commitment? And I believe even just five minutes can make a difference, but it's about bringing that to the Lord. And I believe that that's a prayer that he will answer because he wants us to know his word. He wants us to know his will. Uh, and so that's just a short, a short uh, thing, an encouragement I would give to them.